0: Disclaimer, I am not a professional, nor do I claim to be one. All opinions shared within this podcast are my own, and one relevant research and resources will be linked to a file that is linked to this podcast. With all that being said, hey, my name is Romy, but you knew that already. Welcome to the podcast where I talk about all the things that make my brain cells dance. Do you miss me? I missed you. I missed you a lot. I'm happy that you came back, despite my absence for so long. It's kind of great knowing how I took a break and that people were actually concerned that I took a break from the podcast, which is kind of amazing because I didn't realize that so many people actually listen to the podcast. Well, I check the stats every once in a while so I know exactly how many people are listening to it, but it's pretty amazing still, regardless of whether it's a million people or just like... Close friends and family that listen to it because it's a good way to keep in touch with me going through my you know beautiful amazing life that I'm so busy all the time apparently so hi thank you for coming back I am Romy but you knew that already I said that in <laughs> the, the disclaimer but welcome to the podcast where I had to scrape together several brain cells in order to generate an idea for this episode. Creative direction is actually difficult. But we're here and we have a plan and we're going to cover a couple topics. So I hope you have a snack. If you don't, I hope that whatever you're doing right now something that's gonna make you feel productive and we can hold hands and chat and catch up. so why have i been gotten for so long that's the number one question that i've gotten so far from my core listeners aka my besties (laughs) most of you actually know this in real life if you keep in contact and in touch with me most of the time I work full time and I also was a student full time and that April, end of April, early May transition was also exam season for me and exam season always catches me. If it kills other people, it kills me, resurrects me, kills me again and then resurrects me and then kills me one more time that's just how it feels it's always been like that for exams so I've gotten used to that kind of pace and no matter how much I study there's a certain level of stress that undoes all that studying for me it's a blessing that we had open book exams this year but I still needed to take the time to review certain things because if I'm being completely honest there were several class classes that I would just turn the Zoom links on and sleep through them. So I had to read over the material and look at the different, what do you call it, PowerPoints and <laughs> and just, I guess, teach myself a lot of the course content that I wasn't diligent enough to keep track of whilst the course was in its progression. So I decided that I needed to take some time off in order to do so. And the podcast was the <laughs> I guess, the scapegoat in that situation where it got put to the side. And we're here now a whole month later because I had a lot more of a hard time than I anticipated with a few other other, important life events happening within that time i also transitioned from working part-time to pretty much working full-time so aside from like being a student and doing student things i was also somebody that was working hard for a paycheck and needed to do a certain amount of things when i was at work not leaving me with much free time after work within the school period to organize and plan different podcast episodes so creative creative direction there was lacking and I didn't want to post something that wasn't going to make any sense to anybody and trust me I wasn't just doing nothing (laughs) I had re- planned and recorded several episodes, but just playing them back and listening to what I was saying, it was reflective of like the mess that was my brain at the time. So I was just like, oh, she can save it for later. If we have to wait a couple of weeks in order to have something that actually is coherent and it coagulates within itself and all the ideas are attached to one another, then let's do that there's no point in painting a picture that doesn't resonate with anybody but yourself. In theory, theoretically. Because art is subjective, and to a certain extent, I do see the podcast as an art because it's talking, and then once you're talking, there's a lot of words that I could use that flow together. But I don't know about that one. <laughs> And the last and the final reason as to why I didn't exactly get to post within that is within that period of time is that I contracted COVID. And there's a whole long story that I could tell you about that whole situation, but I'm not going to. So <laughs> if you want to hear that story, you can call me and I'll answer and we can figure it out. But... A lot of the symptoms that I had during my COVID-positive days were reminiscent of a sinus infection, and those are pretty common for me, and I get them at least twice a year, every year. So at that point, I was used to, like, the symptoms. But something that was new to me was the coughing, and I was coughing all the time and coughing a lot, so every episode that i planned on recording and posting during that period of time oh, just wasn't recorded properly because i was coughing the entire time and i didn't want to have to edit all that out and in editing stages of those episodes i realized that the creative direction as i said earlier just wasn't there so I wasn't about to post something that I wasn't proud of. So, I didn't. (laughs) But I did miss doing the podcast. I did. It was almost something that I got to look forward to every week. It's a goal. I had to have it planned by Wednesday, recorded by Saturday night, posted Sunday morning. And if I didn't do that or go through that routine, it almost felt like I was feeling myself because this is something that I took on as like a passion project and I don't have many of those so I really wanted to dedicate myself to it and do it wholeheartedly and now that I have a little bit more time because it is the summer I'm really excited to see what I get to create and with all that being said I think it's appropriate for me to get into my topic of the day. And then we can talk about the Animal Crossing Island after I talk about the topic. Much like many other Gen Xers and the later-aged millennials, I have grown up on the internet, which is pretty... It's a love-hate relationship that I have with it, but that's just because I did get to see the benefit of what it was like for kids to grow up. Outside, because my parents were very much so go-play-outside kind of people. But at the same time, we were allowed to use our digital devices, which started with gaming, which I still play video games. But then as we get older, we progress to social media. And social media is a very weird place to grow up. As I go through my young adulthood and especially the years that I was on social media as a teenager I noticed that not only do you get to live the experiences of other people because of how much they share but at the same time you develop this false sense of intimacy with them because they share so much and I noticed this (laughs) because other people felt the need to comment on the way that I live my life I have a little story about that so I on my social medias I have a lot of people that I went to school with whether it be elementary school or high school middle school even because all three of those are three different experiences for me and I'm usually okay about that. I've only had to remove a couple of people because they just didn't align with what I wanted to see and what I wanted to experience as a person, especially as a person online. So you unfollow, no bad blood, but there are a couple of people from high school that I didn't exactly talk to on a daily basis or at all even that follow me because we have a whole bunch of mutuals and those people are pretty cool for the most part but there's this one person i experienced all of my school aged years with and he and i have never really interacted with each other but we follow each other he's a mutual so or we followed each other he was a mutual to me and A lot of the things that I would share, I do expect some kind of negative reaction from some people, and he was somebody that would constantly react negatively and say hurtful things and things that were just like out of place for somebody that didn't know me well, let alone not know me at all as an individual, so... He felt that he could comment on life decisions and personal beliefs. And I'm always open to having discourse around my political beliefs and my lifestyle choices because I know that some of them aren't status quo. Like, I decided that I'm going to go to a Christian school. Not many people decide things like that. I decided that I was going to go pretty much plant-based for a majority of the time. And I know a lot of people are switching to make the plant-based decisions, but it's still not the status quo in general. And I guess because a lot of people are already vegan and vegetarian, meat eaters making decisions to choose plant-based in certain situations irks their soul in a way that provokes them to anger (laughs) and judgment of these meat eaters. And as a meat eater and a lover of vegetables, making a plant-based decision was just natural for me in the sense that I wasn't going to be switching up much of my diet save for taking out the meat particles from my digestive system which has been a whole journey when it comes to digestive stuff. But he decided, the man decided that he was going to comment on it. And within his commentary, he put a heavy emphasis on the judgment that... People are making plant-based decisions because it's trendy and to a certain extent I can understand that but to project that kind of perspective onto me when without knowing like my motives and knowing what's going on in my personal body <laughs> because it is my body and I know what I'm putting into it. For some reason I got super offended <laughs> and I, And I realized that I matured because instead of continuing the conversation, I decided I was going to block him. And here's why. (laughs) When you get used to somebody constantly commenting on the things that you do, especially when they don't know you very well, it can take a heavy toll on you because you start to think that, because you're sharing so much, maybe they do know you better than you actually think that they do. And going back to the whole idea that social media has generated a false sense of intimacy for a lot of people because of how much we can actually share on social media, it it had its implications on the relationships that I was having with other people whether or not I actually realized that we had those relationships. (laughs) And one thing that I think is important, especially as somebody that engages in conversation through the means of social media, I think it's important to know that you only see what they want you to see and you only experience them in the light that you want to experience or they put out for you to experience them. And I apply this to myself as well, where nobody can actually know me unless they take the time to get to know me offline. Because I have painted an image, whether or not it's actually reflective of me, you wouldn't know that unless you actually knew me. And as long as i keep that in mind nobody can really comment on who i am as a person and my character because you can't tell that unless you you can't tell what i'm actually like unless you actually know me in person so i remembered this and i've been working on not getting so upset and triggered so easily by people that don't know anything about me because it's been something that it reoccurs especially with this one person with a whole bunch of judgments (laughs) misplaced judgments might I add that he has on me so if I were to take the route in engaging in discourse surrounding my decisions and my personal beliefs it would be talking I would be talking to somebody that wasn't listening because they felt that the idea they have in their head of me was more accurate than <laughs> actually having a conversation with me and uh, you can't get through to those kind of people so at that point you just have to block them <laughs> And regardless of whether or not I want to block people, I feel like establishing and implementing your boundaries, both online and offline, are really important because if you don't, the same social scenarios that happen in person and happen online, and sometimes they can happen even worse, and there's that permanent record of what happened just online for anybody to see or for them to take a screenshot. And if there is a to post it about you, that can ruin your whole career, whatever career you decide to go into. And it has real-life applications and real-life implications on how far you might be able to go in certain scenarios. So I like to be careful of that especially because I've had several employers check my, check my social media, so I like to be a little bit more low-key in general when it comes to the posting of certain things. And with the other postings, I go absolutely wild because I want people to know where I stand with certain politi- uh, political beliefs. So that's just what it is. <laughs> in terms of the lesson that I learned from this whole situation (laughs) was that I can be angry, but nobody needs to know that I'm angry. (laughs) And Communicating your emotions is very valid and it should be something that we all practice on a regular basis, but there are certain people that we just can't talk to and we can't communicate with them Because they're not open to communication. Communication is a two-sided line. And if you quote, think of it like electricity. If your circuit is open, both sender and receiver can have that connection. The connection can flow. And when it comes to communication, if me as the sender is looking at the receiver and the receiver is not open to accepting what I'm sending there's no point in sending it so I might as well just keep it as a unattached circuit connection so that's what you have to do sometimes in real life you just can't talk to them but that's when boundaries come in I feel like at least for me a lot of my boundaries if I enforce them and listen to myself and listen to my heart and my brain most of the time there's always that one like saving net that can catch me before i put myself in a situation that i don't want to be in and one of the things that i enforce for myself is blocking people or deleting their numbers especially if i'm trying to like distance myself away from somebody i will delete your number Sometimes even put them as don't do not answer because I've tried to block people and add them from social media and they'll just go back and tell me, Oh, you did this and and I just think it's funny because like half of the time it's no bad blood. I just think that I have to separate myself. So within that separation I learned that there's no reason to let this person know that I'm offended or (laughs) that they've had an impact. That's up to me to decide and up to me to handle on my own. And thankful for some of my friends that are trained therapists and child care workers that they know how to work through these situations and they've taught me how to work through some of these situations. And it's pretty great not gonna lie and that's all i really have to say about that now getting into my animal crossing island i currently don't know what's going on at all i haven't played in almost a week not because i don't want to play it's just that i don't have time to play and the last time i checked coco was moving off my island but i never mentioned she moved onto my island because i didn't know that until she just moved on But she's gone now, I'm pretty sure. Tuesday was her last day. I also have Eugene that I'm trying to get rid of, but he doesn't seem to want to go. (laughs) Which is fine. He's a koala. He's not super terrible. He's just kind of... I tried to play Minecraft a little bit more it's not working out for me the same way I'm still on the second level of Crash Bandicoot after two months pretty much which is normal behavior for myself I'm not even gonna lie I'm not that into the game it was just like reminiscent for me at the time that I bought it so I kind of play whenever I feel like living through my childhood again (laughs) which is pretty great It's so cool how we have some of these opportunities. Even though we might be aging, we can go back in time for a little bit and feel the same sensations and emotions that we felt when we were like five or six. That can also be a very terrible thing considering some people don't have really good childhoods and some people have moments in their childhood that they should have experienced. And to a certain extent, I can relate to that. But life happens. You can only be better. <laughs> you can only try to be better and try to cope with things in the way that you know best and the way that's healthiest for you. Not everybody's going to do that because not everybody has the resources to be healthier than what they are already are. So you take all of that and just try it, and you just do the best with the resources that you have. And I will always say that. <laughs> that got pretty deep for crash mandicoot not even gonna lie. Oh, I forgot to say. I no, I said that already. I'm I'm vegetarian part-time and I eat meat on the weekends. I eat whatever I want whenever I want to eat it and it's a pretty good lifestyle. I think everybody should try it. I'm also running 5k every morning to clear my brain. And that's partially why I haven't been posting on social media as much because we all know I used to post a little too much. (laughs) And to a certain extent, it's really helped me learn how to clear my mind. And those brain empty moments are no joke. Like I literally have no thoughts sometimes. Getting into that headspace has been really good for me sometimes. Really, really good. As as somebody that thinks a lot, sometimes overthinks. Life can get a little bit difficult if you don't have reins on the thoughts that you're thinking. So that helped me get some reins on those. But... I really don't have anything else to talk about. If I talk about everything all at once, I don't think. (laughs) This podcast will last a really long time. And I want it to last a lifetime. So I'm going to stop it right here. And it wouldn't be a Hey Me podcast episode unless I had a song of the week. And that song of the week would be let me pull it up supervisor by marvin lewis from the atlantic it's a soca song and unfortunately they don't have it available on most streaming platforms but it is available on youtube so if you do have time to listen to it it's a really good song i wake up and that's the first song that comes to my head because i genuinely do not like going to work sometimes And I want somebody to call my supervisor, (laughs) my supervisor, even though I am a good lord. Anyways, (laughs) it's a really good song. You should try listening to it. But I hope your week is super productive. And if it's not, I hope it's super duper restful. And I hope you can get into that spiritual mindset where you feel like God has nothing but blessings for you. And... You get nothing but restful sleep, and productivity becomes your portion and your middle name. And happiness is something that you experience every single moment. And if it's not, that emotional management and balance is something that you've mastered and you experience. you're so well trained in the arts of (laughs) self-regulation but either way I'm talking a little bit too much so I just want to say that I love you I think you're great and be blessed homies see you next week I think okay love you bye